0: Play it now with Game Pass. Many people say that music is a universal language. If that's the case, I would like to use music as a platform to talk about health. My name is Dr. Moshe Lewis, and I'm a full-time practicing physician who loves music and the way it affects our brains, our bodies, and our well-being. We'll be discussing topics that affect all of us. From mental health to body image, cancer screening to stroke, our health is truly our greatest asset. Hopefully, these discussions will improve the health of our community. Welcome to Music and Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Moshe Lewis, and I'm here with a living legend <laughs> Bill Demo.
1: <Dimmel. laughs> you're you're half right. <laughs>
0: okay. And it ain't the legend part. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're gonna let them earn it today. At least we're gonna try our best. So um, I-, I can't even name all the bands. Um, you have Violence, you got Machine Head, Slayer, now back to Violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got your own band, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah. But I wanna roll the clock back and kinda start at the beginning, try to have our viewers understand like how you got interested in music and then you know, the style of music that you chose. What, what was that like kinda growing up in the demo household, your child and just listening <laughs> to stuff and the influences are starting to come. What were
1: those and how'd you get inspired to go into music at all? Uh, music was my mom, okay. you know, the the house was, uh, she was brought up, her and her sister, my Aunt Betty, they were the Garcia sisters, so they sang, they were on the radio when they were kids. Okay. And uh, so she, there was always piano going on, she sang in the choir, she sang in, she sang in a folk group, like oh, a four, wow. uh a fork for a folk foro, whatever you know the uh so i called them the players you know right. you're gonna go with sure. the players mom you know and so my dad we took it all we brought them to our
0: land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see, we
1: could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become?
0: Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2.
1: Play it now with Game Pass. Couldn't sing a lick, you know, <laughs> <had> no musical <laughs> prowess at all. You right know, he'd sing in church and I'd be like, Dah, <laughs> that's <cut> no, it. <laughs> no, so just tone deaf, you know, And but super supportive. I right, sure. was really supportive of a lot of what we did, so. <laughs> Um, So it was from my mom, and and hearing her do, she was an alto, so she'd do all these weird, not weird, but uh, she would do not normal harmonies. She'd do the lower harmonies, which are harder to figure out. And and, uh, so it was cool kind of hearing them and hearing all the Engelbrick Humperdinck and Monovani records and Barbara Streisand and Neil Diamond and, you know, hearing some of their music and finding the local station that played the, the pop stuff was KFRC, sure. you know. Okay. So it was Dr. Don Rose, and he was this personality that, you know, uh, played all the, I got into disco when I was, you know, in the mid-70s and stuff. Right. I just, I didn't know different styles of music. Right. I just knew songs. You just absorbed it. Yeah, and I just I just loved I didn't know that, you know, I had a cousin, my cousin Ron lived next door and he was like four years older or so and so right. he was into he had Foghead and <laughs> and he had all the rock stuff and he was in that way and right. and he saw one of my records. I remember him saying, you know, oh disco dynamite, one of the K Tel records. Right. I don't I'm right. not into that's disco that's disco right. mom. What right. what do you mean? Yeah, what right. is that song? That right. It's just a song. It's you know, it's it's the bee Gees, it's the you know right. burn, baby. Burn. It's got energy. <laughs> right. It's just right. like, you know, I love that, still right. do. He'd already advanced past it. And uh, so I think that going from figuring out different genres of music, I was gravitated to more energetic, whether it be Earth, Wind & Fire, or Kiss. You know, and so when when I got saw the first KISS record, I went, what the fuck is right. this? You know? sure. and, and the fire, and the spitting right. blood, yeah, and right. the theatrics was what I was, I was drawn to, but same called. with Earth, Wind, and Fire, you know? They had all these musicians just killing it together, right. and gongs, and all this energy, and so I was, I don't say I was torn, but I was just open sure. to all of it. Sure.
0: And, and then what was that like first instrument? Because I don't think it was initially the guitar.
1: No, I you know book. I I wanted a drum set exactly. you know because I was putting I was starting to put on these kiss shows in my house okay. you know for my for my neighbors and I pass out little tickets and I oh. put little I put I have whatever seat I could find you know I put little you know here's your seat number and <laughs> wow. you, know, you sit here and, and how old were you I must have been like maybe nine or nine ten you no know and going to the neighbors and to our, cause my aunt and cousins lived next door. right? And so we'd, uh, me and my sister would put on, she'd sing Captain and Tennille right. or, you know, and oh, okay. so, and, and I. And you did the captain. Yeah, oh. and we'd, we'd do, I'd do, i kiss or I'd do, uh, I had like Elton John at that sure. time. And, and, um, I remember when Rock was young. So then I needed, I was learning how to make the Kiss logo and wrap aluminum foil around it so I could yeah. have it as my, you know, as my <laughs> backdrop. And then sure. I need a drum set. I need a drum set to put these on. So hey, I want to play the drums, you know? And, and uh, of course the parents were like, well here's a p- little practice pad kit. Sure. And right. you know, put in some time and that oh, was fucking boring. But they, he ended up getting me a kit because my okay. dad spoiled me, not rotten, but he right. took care of us. So we had the drum kit, and there was just too many things. It's just like it's too much stuff. You know, that's why I'm a snowboarder, not a skier. Because (laughs) there's just too many things, and with the one thing, right? And uh, so the Elton John concerts, they end up. I recruit my buddies, and we start doing Kiss concerts in our backyard. Fourth of July tennis racket guitars, sure. uh, tennis taping smoke bombs <laughs> to the headstock, <laughs> and, and we had a above-ground pool. Right. And for the finale, we'd do Detroit Rock City, and then we all jump in the pool, you right. know? And right. So I'm 10, 11 years old right. at this Sounds point. And, uh, so then I hear ACDC, okay. and I hear Angus Young play, and uh, a song called Ride On, which is a slow bluesy thing. Right. Right. and you hear this you know these little squeaks right. and these little you know it, it sounds like somebody's crying and I'm all God how is he doing that on guitar and uh, that drew me to playing guitar it was there a um there was a Tony will remember this, there's a, a store in town, it was a brand new store when they built it, it's now Target, but it used to be called Jimco. Okay. And uh, you needed a membership to get, you know, you had, you had to have a car to get in, and so right. if you weren't with your parents, you had to kind of piggyback on sure. another family that's right. on there, so there's <laughs> a family, and you just kind of walk close to them, right. <laughs> they go in and, sure. And they had, a, uh, they had a music store or a music section there and they right. had uh, A-tracks mm-hmm. and cassettes with the big plastic things attached so you don't right. steal them, you know. <laughs> exactly right. uh, but they had guitars on the wall mm-hmm. and they had like a Les Paul kind of cover uh, a knockoff guitar and I did, it didn't even have a name on the headstock. I couldn't even tell you who made sure. it. But it was 42 bucks. And I told my dad, I said, I, hey, I want to play guitar, you know, and they've got one there. And he's like, "All right, well, save up for half of it, and right. we'll match you." So that's good. You know, and you were how old at this point? I, I want to say 11, 11 years old. Okay. And um, so I a paper route. I was driven right. I was delivering the Oakland Tribune, <laughs> the maybe area. even to Tony's house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and No, actually, to. my route was on the other, <laughs> on the other side of Silvergate. Um, so I saved my money. I get the 21 bucks, we go down and get the tar, and I start taking a couple of lessons and learning how to play a little bit, and, and uh, it just kind of blossoms from there. You know, I find some kindred spirits who are learning to play too and we're in the same type of music. I'm gravitating towards ACDC and some Black Sabbath and some, some heavier type of stuff. I'm still open to listening to you know, Journey, and actually I loved Journey in junior high school. Right. And foreigner, yeah, right. exactly. in those fans. And Zeppelin, not so much because okay. I thought that they were, I don't know, a little, little too. Did didn't smoke pot. Okay. You know, I've never been right. a pot smoker, so they were just was it a, little, a too little psychedelic or a little. Bit yeah, too a little lasting. bit. It wasn't into the Grateful Dead at all. Right. You know, it's just True. a little. You know, I don't like the. As a musician, you know, people are. I, I, mean, I hate the Beatles, man. Right. You know, right. <laughs> I just don't. I don't right. like the, the hippie right. the it type stuff. Yeah, too popcorn. I love the more. Motown stuff, right. you know, and low soul. Low yes, absolutely. Right. And hard buy. Absolutely. And so I'm, I'm going in that direction. You know, I'm, I'm kind of in junior high school. I'm a rocker kid, but I'm also a jock, Right. you know, and, and I'm cool with, you know, growing up in Devil California, there, there's not a lot of diversity here at mm-hmm. that point, you know, okay. and so there's not a lot of, you know, there's not a lot of, of you know, black people at our right. school or anything like that. So it's just like, I'm cool with everybody in a sense that, you know, it's like the burnouts will accept me, right. you know, but but they're not taking me in as one of their own. Oh, me and my right. buddy, Dave Colberhouse, we're right. kind of misfits. We're like, we, we would rotate, but we didn't belong to a clique, you know? Right. So uh, we got into the music. There was a guitar class in high school. Right. I'm starting to write music. You know, um, my, my father's built our garage into a jam spot for us so it's soundproofing it so we have a place to, to rehearse wow. I mean and you're getting the 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 vibe of my dad being super supportive you know and just always you know kind of being there and and uh, so we're, I'm writing tunes I'm, I'm meeting other people uh, playing at the high school you know playing at the junior high school uh, dances for the junior high, you know playing covers and learning how to play cover tunes and, and do
0: you have your own official band by this point? Because now you're a at, teenager
1: at you know Yeah, and so on uh, so my first band we're we're called on parole <laughs> <laughs> So and we're playing covers right. we're playing a couple of originals that I've written and they're all about you know. Iron Maiden was my favorite band at this point, and so they're all. There's a song called How I'll Be Thy Name," right. and it's about this guy walking out to the gallows. He's gonna be hung, right. and I just thought that was the coolest shit. Exactly. You know, this exactly. is like so. All my songs right. are just about right. in that vein. Know. You know.
0: Welcome to Music and Medicine. I'm here with Phil Demmel. He's got some kick-ass guitars. Oh, did I say that? These guitars are bad, and we just had to really understand a little bit more. Not only about the design, but there's a lot of history here, and also. Um, some features that hopefully we can explain to the viewers what just some of those are. I know we can't go into all of them, but damn, they look yeah. so
1: good. I just and you got tribute guitar here. I do. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Uh, my history with Jackson guitars is uh, goes shit almost 40 years now. Wow. So, but uh, history. You want to talk history? I talk about my first Jackson. <laughs> all right, let's do uh, it. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, my the band I'm presently in called Violence. Uh, we were. We started back when I was in high school, back in '85, and uh, I had a, a another V-shaped guitar, and uh, my buddy—I was a huge Randy Rhodes fan, you know—so uh, my buddy came into uh, to acquire. A, uh, a Jackson Shark fin which was the Rhodes model, you know, right. and I was, he knew that I was really into that. And it was it was over like a, a bad weed deal or something like that, where he <laughs> owes <laughs> me for a bag of weed. So he, he took his guitar and and my, and my you know, eighteen year old mind that's like, oh, all right, well you're the owner, you know. That's it's he was, bomb. you know. So I traded my guitar for that guitar. Right. <clears throat> Violence gets yeah. big. We're playing a sold out show a couple years later in Oakland at the Omni in Oakland. Right and, and something goes uh, down with the police and yeah so so you know the story <laughs> and uh so i get pulled over in between songs packed house sold out and the sound man says hey man uh, i need you to i'm sorry but you got to come over here so i go backstage and the door opens up three policemen the dude whose guitar it is his mom his girlfriend and he's sitting there going yeah, yeah right. you know and it's like oh right. man and he's giving it know? to you i mean yeah, made well steal. he knew that I didn't steal it. <laughs> right. So it's just like, alright, he just wanted his guitar back, so I'm, but I'm sitting in the back of a police car. Right. The band just continuing right. to play. The show's going on. Yeah, the show is this like the singer's like, ah, oh, hope Phil doesn't get raped in jail. Next song, you know. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and my dad is at the show. Right. Uh, ex-Oakland cop. Right. So he comes out, flashes his badge, you know, right. what's going so, on? Right. And, yeah, uh clear this up. So they he knew I didn't take it, so they didn't weren't gonna press charges, so I get out of the cop car, run back in, do a stage dive on the stage, borrow a guitar from the support act, and back in action. <laughs> go. So. I, you know, that's my first Jackson. Right, first time.
0: But you've mentioned a couple of quick words in there. So shark fin in the look, just give us a little bit about that history about the fact that there's some design here that even people like Valen Halen I think have talked about or helped design so that it's just more comfortable but also more cool looking.
1: Yeah, the Flying V is has always been kind of, uh, you know, Gibson was I believe the first to come out with that. But Jackson had... Uh, Robin Crosby was a man called Rat, which I'm sure you guys have heard of Rat, and he helped design the King V, which is where I've kind of taken my shape off of. It's the King V kind of template, okay. and uh, it's it's sharper edges, right. you know, the, the headstock on a Jackson's really pointy, you know, right. and uh, so I like the way that it sits on my body. If, if anybody that watches me play guitar, if, they, if I put on a strap, or a Les Paul shape, they're tiny on me, and they're up. I have my finger position is like is awkward. over here, and it's weird, and it looks like it's, I call it a necklace because it's like <laughs> right. a guitar necklace on me, and it just looks wrong. You yeah. know, yeah. just everybody's all, oh, you know, that's why I, I prefer the bigger guitars, and sure. I'm a bigger guy, so it, it's I need a bigger slab of wood to kind of be comfortable with. And Jackson was, you know. The I play metal, so you need pointy guitars. Right, right. <laughs> and does it acoustically do some things too? I know you talk about like the length of the head. And you want like me that. to pick one up? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, uh, so we'll start with this guy because yeah. Randy Rhodes was my, Randy Rhodes was my dude. And uh, in 2009, uh, I was in Machine Head for 16 years and we were on tour with Metallica. And uh, I had put in, a request my buddy Brian McDonald Brian McDonald at at Jackson at the time. Uh, He's like, dude, you gotta do a, you should do a polka dot, you know, do a tribute guitar. And so uh, it's kind of, the finish is the same, polka dots on the headstock like this. But what I did with the, the demolition was, I did these little cutouts right here. So that's what makes it the demolition King V different from the you know the standard King V. Usually the the body line the contour would be continued this way, but I did these cutouts here, right? And, and when
0: you say demolition, so we don't lose them, that's your
1: custom line that you now have. Yeah, it's got the name on the head stop. <laughs> <laughs> so since 2007, uh, Jackson has put out a signature series V for me, the demolition King V, and uh. So it's, uh, man. You designed it. I did. I right. did. It's it's kind of cool. I still have the sketches of me, you know, kind of like doing the cutouts here. Right. Uh, the the setup is kind of a standard um, setup, other than the fact that um, for the pickups, these are just volume controls. Right. So uh, one controls. I usually have the this is the main pickup in your bridge here. So. Uh, this closer, because there's a lot of choke-offs that I do with, with, with the music, so I want this as close as possible. But there's, you know, you see a bunch of guitars and metal players playing with uh, I got tone controls and I've got, you know, phasing switches and all this like that. But everybody that I've known who's played metal has always had that tone knob. All the way up. Never used it, right. so, so I'm it. calling BS on the tone <laughs> control on a metal guitar. Right. For me personally, you know, right. and, and so many people that I know don't even use them. So.
0: So you've dropped it.
1: Completely. I got rid of it. Two right. volume controls, and the cool thing about that sometimes is you can turn one off and use the toggle like Randy mm-hmm. Rhodes used to do, okay. and you and you bounce it back and forth so it's going between the uh, the hot. Pick up in the other one and it gets like a right, right, right. like a kill I'm switch. Looking. You hear Morello do that, oh, lot. Like, okay. you know. So, uh, that the Floyd Rose is something that I've always used the Tremolo, a lot of dive bombs, and uh, I like the unfinished neck on the back, mm, oh, okay. um, because way, it, it, it does it, it doesn't gum up, you know, because uh, you know, especially back in the day, drinking a lot of vodka on stage, or you could you know, sweat and just all kinds of fluids going on (laughs) Uh, it it doesn't gum up it keeps it it keeps it pretty slick and uh, maple neck Uh, this one has like an alder alder body so the wings it's it's a three-piece construction on on these so this neck piece goes all the way through and this is all maple here and then the wings are made out of alder the fretboard is made out of ebony and uh, so this is my Randy Rhodes tribute. right?
0: And tell us a little bit about Randy Rhodes and what he meant to you.
1: So Randy was a guitar player that, you know, in, in God, I was probably a teenager and uh, when I heard the ad for Ozzy Osbourne's right. Crazy Train, you know, and we knew Sabbath and we knew ACDC and stuff like that, but Ozzy had a new band and I heard, you know, this, advertisement for the Day on the Green which is a a local festival that they would have here and and they have Bill Graham put on these festivals at the Oakland Coliseum and you know these amazing lineups you know you could go see ACDC and Aerosmith and Sabbath and you know Mahogany Rush and all these bands for like ten bucks. Wow. I couldn't go to a show until I was in high school my mom was like. No way. You know, I was, I was, I had the type of mom where, right. you know, yeah, you can grow your hair long as long yeah. as it's out of your face. So I had this stupid mullet going on, you know, it's was like, it's out of my face, wow. mom, you yeah. know. And, uh, so there's an ad for this day in the green and Ozzy's new band and you hear Crazy Train, you know, that jump, da, da, da. what is this, you know, super metallic sound and uh, super distorted and uh, get the record, love the record and it's got this, you know, Randall Rhodes, this crazy guitar player on there and so love the record. We go see it's my first show, 4th of July 1981. Yeah. And Ozzy's going on at ten in the morning, you know, so we're we there at six AM getting in line, you know, and and I see this little tiny guy, you know, mm-hmm. and he is just the guitar is just huge Bigger on him. Bigger than like yeah, and it's like if you see the pictures of him, his wow. fingers are like <laughs> tiny against the fretboard and he's just owning the stage you know Ozzy's wow. this you know madman or okay. whatever and and Randy is just so passionate about and you're just feeling every note that he's playing right, it it's so like, out. he had me he had me at that point it's just like who is this guy and uh loved his it was really inspired by you know, uh, my playing doesn't really mirror his, or, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit influenced, I'm more influenced by his passion for the music, and, right. and the how you felt it on stage, yeah. you knew what he was doing, you knew what he was feeling, you right. know, there's certain play players, play. The that emotes. he does, he emotes through his, uh, through his instrument, and through his, you know, through his body, you know, it's, Angus Young is the reason why I play guitar, for the same reasons, and his playing, right. because you know, you feel what Angus is playing, you know, and, and so players like that, like Morello, and all this conviction, you know, that, mm. uh, so he was the one, and I've, you know, in his disciples sentence i have i have you know i've got this huge i don't know if i can show it to you or not i got this huge brandy tattoo on my leg may, you know we we'll it's a family show probably so we might not go there uh, but so at the same time my number two guitar player is michael shanker so this is a uh it's pretty dirty because it's been you know pulled it out I like like to keep things real you right know? <laughs> So this is, a, this is a, another Demolition King V, but it, it has the fixed bridge on it, so it doesn't have the floating Floyd Rose on it, because that's what Michael played. Same deal with the, with the volumes and the setups. Uh, this one, so he's got the split in the back, that's the Michael style, but I did it on the King V, which is the Jackson. Three and three headstock, which means, you know, three on either side, as opposed to the six, where Jackson has them all lined them up this way. So, story with this guy. So Michael Shaker played in UFO. He, he played in the Scorpions when he was 15 years old. Wow. You know, just prodigy, just natural guitar player. A little crazy, <laughs> and I think he'd admit that. But uh, I love his style and the way. Again, you know how you can you understand what he's feeling. And, right. Uh, so. We're playing, Machine Head is playing Wacken Festival in Germany, so it's 80,000 people, it's crazy. Scorpions are playing, they're actually playing before Machine Head, we you know, so. I have a chance to, uh, I met Rudolf Schenker, who was in the, the Scorpions, played the same guitar. Right, is that his brother? Yeah, his brother, and uh, so, I, his son is a big Machine Head fan, like okay. we bumped into him in the Metallica show right. and I got drunk with right. Rudy and his right. kid, you know, right. so it's, uh, so I got Rudy Ben's to sign Michael. it. Right, during the concert. During, right? Yeah, no no, 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 this no, no, is, this is Michael, that's another story. Okay, okay, So this is Rudolph, so I get Rudolph to sign it, okay. you know, and then Michael Schenker's coming to town. And I reach, I know the local promoter, Michael Beard, helped me out a lot, thank you, Mike. <laughs> uh, so I go down, it's like, hey, I've got this guitar can I come down to sound check and maybe have Michael sign it? He's like, oh yeah, bring it down. Here's the the tour manager's name, and right. so Chris we'll Green gives me a call, who was a future Machine Head, you know, tour manager. But this is how I make meet Chris Green. He's like, yeah, yeah, come on down. You know, he'll sign it. He's like, well, what if I ask him if you could just play Doctor Doctor with him? You know, mm-hmm. you just get up and play. And I'm like, I'm I don't. Can I curse? <laughs> No, we no cursing. Filters. We got filters. Okay. Keep all, right. all right. Go ahead. So, I'm like, don't fuck with me, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't set me up and then say <laughs> if <laughs> this is gonna happen. Then you know. So I'm like, no, don't fucking take this away. <laughs> so he talks to Michael. So yeah, have him, have him come up. And like I said, Michael's Michael's a little crazy. So. Well, I was waiting for the whole day for something just to, fall, you know, oh, it's I'm not feeling, finish. oh, the mic, and like the, the amp wasn't working right. and sound check, i like, all right, here we go. He's gonna pull the plug on it. Right. But it did it, man. I went up and I played this song with an absolute legend, and right. uh, so as we're playing, he's jamming, right. I'm jamming, right. and at the end of the song, I take the guitar over, <laughs> I have a Sharpie ready, and I hand it to him, and he's, he's just riffing over here, and he's signing my guitar on the nice. other side. Wow. So I bow and then you know and <laughs> nice. and it's uh, it's probably my most rock and roll moment. Sure, you know sure, sure, sure. as a as a fan sure. to have him sign this. So I don't play this one that much for obvious reasons. I need to get that clear coated over the back and right. So Michael and Randy, those are my two dudes. Mm-hmm.
0: my name is Prince Daniels, Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize... Athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time. On Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power.
1: Electric acid. Electric Ass.